I'm one of the good boys, being Chris, on the internet one day. I'm Chris said to you, let's make a podcast, boy, come on now, what do you say? Well, what will this podcast be about? It's new, with a tear in his eye. We've got stories that people tell each other from Louisiana Fire to the city of Mumbai. Oh, you mean urban legends. And the podcast was Irving Legends with Bill and Chris. You take care, y'all. Y'all pretty ladies around the world Gotta wear a tail to tell you So tell all the boys and girls Tell your brother, your sister, and your mama too We're about to start partying and you know just what we do Hello and welcome to Urbane Legend Halloween Special It's the podcast about urban legends and such things uh, I am man recently accused of stolen valor, Chris Flynn, and with me, as always, is bibliophile who claims to have read every book in the world, Mister Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. How's your week been? You did a lot of reading. Yep, never stops. Never stops. Any, yep. any. So you've read every book in the world. What's the best book? I don't don't care for any of them, to be honest with you. No, still not no. got a good one. You keep plugging away. You keep, I'm just trying to find that one one entertaining book. They're yeah. a bit of a chill, to be honest with you. No one can um, no one can write endings, can they? No. The Hungry Caterpillar wasn't bad. That's not bad, is it? That's quite that was, that was <laughs> so pretty that's the good. High, the high watermark. Yeah. What's what's so what's the oldest book ever written in the world? Is it nineteen eighty four by George Orwell? Uh, no, it's close. It's close. It was um, <laughs> there's, um there's, there's books older than that. Yeah, well, when they, when they burnt in the Library of Alexandria, there's the, the Gil- well, that? a lot of them were, but um, no, we, we've still got the, the Book of Gilgamesh. Oh, what so, was that uh, written? Well, uh, that's not really a book, is it? That's more sort of well, it was cuneiform on a, on a stone tablet, but it's, we're still it's still can a story. You read those as well. Still a story. You can buy it in in book format nowadays. So yeah. Really? Oh yeah, What's no, I'm not. For? You know, I'll do it Kindle cuneiform stones. Um, Made all in original. Yep. All in original cuneiform. All in the, all in the, oh, yeah, obviously in the original Mesopotamia. All in original Mesopotamian. Yeah. You're just not going to get. You're not going to get the um, you nuance. know the, the full nuance out of it. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> it's simply you know. So what was the lot? So what? What books have you read this week? List them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pickwick Papers. Yeah. <laughs> I read that. Read read the Pickwick Papers years ago. Um, no, I've not, not read any Dickens for a while. Yeah, disappointing. Um, well, Dickens can't end the story, can he? Nah, he's no, he's very long-winded. Yeah, he uses words and that. For a few more clauses in this sentence, Charles. <laughs> Tell you what, not very, nice, not very nice to his wife either. Wasn't he? He's such a such a woke lefty cuck. He was. Uh, <laughs> he's pretty beastly to his wife. Um, Often the way, isn't it? Yeah. You put you project you project the man you want to be, not the man you are. Yeah, well, this, this is true. This is what you know. So so, so hard to separate the art from the artist. Um, <laughs> just names yeah. and books. Then Dick, you know, yeah. Dickens, uh, yeah, Jackson. War and, War and Peace, uh, The you Gamble by Dostoevsky. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, War and Peace. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, interminable chapters about the history of, um, or you know, his theories on history. Yeah. Without those. Did you read, did you read uh, From Here to There by Bill Bryson this week? Yeah, yeah, I read all, all the Bill Bryson stuff. Um, yeah, he's um, here at the moment, isn't he, Bill Bryson? Have I done it? Did he got something on this? 
Am I mistaken? I know he does. Yeah, he's come out of retirement to do something, but I've forgotten what oh, it was. He, maybe he retired recently. Maybe that's what it is. I'm, I'm confusing him. I like Bill Bryson books. They can be read more than once, which is unusual for books. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> well, no, not, no. Not, I don't mean I don't mean physically. I mean that most books I don't really want to go back and read twice. It's kind of like complete. <laughs> in the persona that I'm in Aberdeen, and I don't want to read entire either. But actually, no, I, I generally I, I reread. Um, Really, you've got yeah. time. You've got time to do that. I don't really have time. But every book. Yeah, well, that's just a very fast. Route. I'm a very see. I've got this photographic memory, and I can just uh, you know I can read a, a, a um, something like I don't know uh, the fall of the decline of the Roman Empire. That takes yeah. about twenty five minutes to read all all six volumes. No, that sounds about right. Great <laughs> volumes. <laughs> so yeah, or you know maybe Charlotte Bronte. That'd be about five minutes. Yeah, like well, one of their books, like you know, or, or you know, some, some like one of their Austin things. Um, do you have any? Do you have any recommendations to our to a, to a listener? Not plural. Maybe try some Steinbeck. You know, um, ah. he's always he's always good for yeah. You know, of mice and men. That's 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 one. You know, no matter if you're you know, you, tell you what's so tricky, Chris. It's kind of like you know, trying to find something that uh, that can appeal to a. a a vast audience. Do you like Of Mice and Men because it reminds me, it reminds you of when you and I have been travelling and I'm very you're much very a much my letter. You're very much my letter, yeah. I was just waiting for <laughs> What you. are you talking about, George? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to drunk yeah. it. <laughs> just know. You, did, you did pick up a lot of dead mice and things from the floor. They uh, weren't dead to start with. They weren't dead to start with, no. No. Just kept, just kept packing them. Terror, it's my terrifyingly crushing hands here. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's why we kept having to move. move we won't get into the other parallels. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't own a gun. I don't, you know, you know. No. Otherwise, it'd... you would have shot me ages ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm well aware of that. That's why we do this over Zoom now. Yeah. <laughs> I um I listened to, which is kind of like reading, but you know, without your eyes. Uh, listen to the audio book of the Variable Man, which is uh, a sci-fi book by. Uh, what's his face? Famous sci-fi guy. <laughs> Completely drawn a blank uh, there. Asimov? No, does... Um, uh, Arthur C. Clarke? No, uh, the one who did uh, do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep and all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, yeah. He's, I wouldn't call him sci-fi so much. Um, Philip K. Dick. Yes, Philip K. He's Dick. Kind of, he's sci-fi. He, yeah, I, I kind of... Yeah, I mean, I guess he is. It's kind of... He, he just does kind of like real. I don't know. I don't. He's kind of like a genre to himself, Philip K. Dick. He's kind of. Well, I'll bow to your greater knowledge. Like I Ubik, consider it. Yeah, no, I don't, no, I don't know. I've not read all of his stuff. I've read everything I've read by him. I like, like Ubik, I thought was a real. But he's, he does quite a lot of head fucking novels. But um, yeah, there's something. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, I suppose he is sci fi. I've never really thought of him like Because he. Yeah. But he will take. Yeah, there's something almost Kafka esque about Philip K. Well, I don't know. There's. there's yeah, he's, he sort of explores ideas. And I think. In a sci-fi setting. I think, though, to realise the idea, do you know what I mean? So it'll be... Yeah, but that's like Ursula Grand Grand Cheese. It is sci-fi stuff, but that, but she's exploring real worlds. Yeah, yeah, parallels with... Yeah. Yeah, I've read one of those books. Um, I should read more of her, actually. That's quite good. Yeah, she's very good writer. Um, well, thank you very much for letting us know about books now. Um, as, all right. pod- <laughs> as podcast people... Uh, you know, most of us can't read, so that's 
very I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother learning to be honest with you there's very little out there over the next thousand years our eyes will become smaller and smaller almost like pinholes so that we can just uh, differentiate between shadows and light so we don't bump into stuff we'll know, but we'll do everything we'll end up with very large orally, the orally, social media orally. Yes, I can never know how to pronounce that word. Or orally, I think, yeah, A A A U R A L L Y. Yeah, um, rather than yeah, orally. Rather than mouth. Cool. Well, there you go. That was that was something. Yeah. So I don't know uh, what it was, um, but it was something. So, so you, you say you you've been been accused of stolen valor or something, Chris? I've been correctly accused of stolen valor. Correctly or incorrectly? Sorry, I didn't hear. Correct, that. Correctly. 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 Yeah. Yes. So, so what? Have, so, well, I was going to a lot of VA hospitals claiming that I'd killed Hitler. Oh, okay. I claimed it was me and it wasn't a suicide. Fairly commonly known that he killed himself, isn't it? Well, that's what the government want you to think. Well, that's what I was saying. But um, 80 years ago, I mean, you look no more than 70. That's because I was part of a secret super soldier plan. Oh, really? Was it was time yeah. travel involved as well? There was no time travel. No, I've just been, um, I've just been, well, you're 100 resting. years old. I've just been resting in a glacier. Like you do. Just been having a nice rest in a glacier until I was needed again, which is now. So did and you uh, I'm, I'm being sent. I'm being sent after Putin. So you, uh, so you've taken the the plot of a uh, Captain America cartoon. Uh, Captain America. Um, I, I combined that with uh, they them finding mammals in in ice sheets, yeah. and you know added a few flourishes. Uh, and then demanded free drinks. Uh, I, was, uh, I was wondering what the profit was. The profit free drinks. was free drinks. Free drinks. Free drinks. Free, free, free so much a free, free drink? Free prescription medicine, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. I did get some free drinks, yeah. But somebody um, believed you'd killed Hitler? Well, no, I didn't. They weren't. So I got free drinks to the extent that people threw drinks at me. Okay, yeah. But they were, I mean, I, you know, I, I got a You managed to swallow some of it, so you could <laughs> that a win. I managed to suck quite a lot out of yeah. my clothes, uh, Ill, Ill, my ill fitting um, bought off eBay army uniform. You I managed to suck some of the, some yeah. of the liquid Your out of Your hot there. pink khaki fatigues <laughs> with the short shorts. Yeah, the arseless <laughs> khaki fatigues. Yeah, I got it from, I got, I got it secondhand from a stripper. Yeah, it was kind of like hot cops, but like hot military instead. It was, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, pff, there, there are a lot of reasons why these uh, hardened military men drink drinks say, over me. Is it, is it wise to sort of, you know, target the military for this sort of thing? I mean... Well, I just assume because they've got the pension, they've got the money. Yeah. And I would assume that... You know, the thing the thing with military discipline, as anyone who has ever lived in a, a, a town near a military base, is they're really instilled with discipline, so they don't go around, like, punching people in the town or stuff when they have a few drinks, because uh-huh. they're really disciplined. So I assume that that discipline would mean that it's probably the safest place for me to go because of the discipline. The discipline, yeah. You because of the, the very, yeah, very discipline. Ruthless self-discipline, yeah. That absolute discipline, which wow. means that uh, I absolutely don't know a load of people who lived in Colchester when they were growing up, which is near a barracks, and because they dressed slightly rock and roll when they were like 14 squaddies, used to kick the shit out of them. Because of the discipline, Neil. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to thank those squaddies for their service. <laughs> you know one of them. You can start Chris to Banks and stuff. Oh, really? That's why, that's why they left. That's why they left Colchester, yeah. Mm. Him and all his mates as soon as they could because they just used to get kicked in by squaddies. 
it's a nice story, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, tax-funded like meetings. <laughs> I think sometimes growing up in Brighton, you don't really, uh, yeah, you take for granted um, being able to dress how you like. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, that is true. Um, which is why you're currently wearing your Winnie the Pooh outfit again. Well, yeah. But yeah. Um, lots of glitter. I happen to like honey. Mm. I've got many uses oh. for it. I bet you do. Yeah. It, it attracts all sorts of things. That... So is that Winnie the Pooh outfit your Halloween outfit? Um, being, yeah. as a, being as I've just remembered, this is a Halloween special. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll sort of, I'll, I'll pair it up with like a kitchen knife and you know, pour some fake blood over it to make it like Winnie the Psychopath. What about instead of like him having like marmalade, you know, because he likes, he likes marmalade. Instead of having marmalade, he could have uh, a child's head. No, yeah. he could, like <laughs> instead of marmalade on toast, he could have like entrails on toast, maybe. Yeah, it could be a jar just full of entrails. Yeah, eyeballs. Good enough for the ancient Romans. It's good enough for Winnie the Pearl, I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, vinegar and blood. This is going to turn it into garum or something. It's fine. <laughs> just that happens to be child's intestines, I don't see. So are you oh, going to be doing any trick-or-treating tonight, being as it's Halloween? The thing is, it's definitely um, the, the 31st of October when we're recording this. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're going to go out or, in town. And- or... Have you read something which has put you off, Neil? Segway. Well, that's a, that's a good that's a good point, Chris. Um, why? You know, what, why? Because you know well, how I love the feast no of Sauron, and I'd normally about. get I'd normally get out and about, and one of you know one of my favourite things is oh some delicious candy, Chris, as we call What's it. Candy, here. Neil. It's well, but for our US friends, is that's what they call sweets, Chris. Sweets. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like. Um, well, you know, we used to have like marathon bars so when and they turned them into say, Snickers. Yeah. yeah do you remember that? I do, yeah. I am. Um, that's, that's why I voted to leave the EU. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why we all did a Brexit. Just say like fucking furious that marathon bars turned into Snickers. Our names. Lashing out in the wrong direction, to be fair, but. Well, just, you know. Unfortunately, the right directions to. It's difficult. To, to defend it, yeah. yeah. They're in a defensible position. So, it's, so when. Uh, our American sisters and brothers and other uh, cool people, yeah. cool people, candy ass. They're saying, "Hey, sweet ass." Yeah. Right? So, actually, you they're remember saying that someone has a nice buttock. Well, no, yeah. For example, or so buttocks you, if they have if they have buttocks intact. Yeah. So you will recall off of one of those um, Final Fantasy movies or Fast and the Furious or whatever they're called. Right. That's where, where Dwayne, Dwayne, no, very similar in many ways, Dwayne the Rock Johnson called um, whatever, is it Vin Diesel? He called him a candy mm. ass. Mm. Yeah, he was just basically admiring his Botox and saying, you know, he would, you know, that's some sweet, mm. sweet candy. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah. there's something to munch Get on. Get out down of my there. dreams and into <laughs> my car. <laughs> that wasn't a feud at all. They were just, you know, it's just some. Uh, Get on the back, baby. <laughs> just showing they were kind of, you know. Is are the Fast and Furious films um, homoerotic? I, well, the thing I would say any of those kind of like eighties influenced, or no, no more so than many. Well, yeah, just like any typical any action, they're, they're all quite homoerotic, aren't they? It's just like a bunch mm. of manly men, kind of. It's you can read whatever subtext you want into it, can't you? Yeah, I think exactly. it's quite good. It's like a David Lynch movie, Chris. You know, you can <laughs> very, much, very Lynchian. The yeah, Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. 
you know, when that's I what everyone always says, don't they? I hadn't appreciated this, but I remember somebody saying Mulholland Drive and they thought it was about sort of gay identity. Oh, that was good that they could read that into it. I'd read in something different, but it's nice that people can bring their own interpretation. And I think it's very much like the Fast and Furious movies. So I think that, you know, yeah, and like when people I can feel think it's, it's got a real Breakback Mountain vibe going all the way through it. <laughs> Um, when people furiously debate online, uh, Bert and Ernie, the, the nature of two puppets, Bert and Ernie's relationship. Oh, yeah, you know. They're just yeah. a couple of bachelors living together, reading to it whatever you like. Same with, uh, with these manly men just beating each other up constantly. Yeah. Glistening. <laughs> you know. So Neil, there's, what, there's, um, there's, there's, let's just say there's evidence there if you want to read that into the text. You can read anything into anything you want. Time. Exactly. Exactly. Which you know really is what if really you t- is the me- if it, it if really is. Help, if you enjoy the movie better on that, then why not? Why not? And you know, basically, seventy-one or two episodes into this podcast, that really is the the crux of the message we're trying to portray. You can read into anything, anything yeah. you want. I mean, I, I think, you know, that that last um, Fast and the Furious movie where Vin Diesel was giving The Rock a, a blowjob while Heron was looking on approvingly and applauding. Now, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously you can read into that whatever you like, but... Well, that's just a power play. Yeah. It's just a power play. That's just to prove who well, he, he had to man is. suck the poison out because he'd been poisoned by a snake, didn't he? So that was he'd been poisoned by desire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so... So, you know, obviously they weren't necessarily... Cause you, and I think that's to get through the census, because, you know, notoriously, mm-hmm. you know, the American... Well, it's been like some, you prudish. Know, British sense. Well, yeah, prudish about... You know, fine with violence, but any, anything equating to, um, you know, yeah. sex, Sexual. can't have that. Yeah, can't have it. Now, um, I noticed we've had our first listen from someone in Hollywood, which is true. Do you reckon that Jerry Bruckheimer and he's thinking of um, buying the rights to our podcast to make a Goonies-style film? More than welcome, if so. Because I could imagine the characters, you'd be like, kind of, we'd be in, we'd be like in high school, like the eight, like, uh, what do they call the older bit of high school when you're like 16 or something? Um, that is high school, isn't it? Freshman, they're called freshmen. And all no, that. in, in, in <laughs> university, you've got freshman year, sophomore year, and okay. So it's the, so picture this, picture the scene. Yeah, it's the it's the summer before we go to university. You're obviously like you know really like clever science guy. I'm the cool dude with the you know. With a jacket on, like a uh, leather jacket. Yeah. Um, somehow we're friends from childhood. People don't understand our friendship because we cross, we cross that jock geek boundary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I'm seeing it so far. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I was waiting for the and, twist. Sorry. No, and then uh, you find you find uh, using science and I don't know math uh, and the internet. The, um, some kind of urban legend, and then we go and like a Stephen King, like Stand by Me thing. We go and decide to check it out. Me or my like mini mini moto, you know, like those little motorbikes which American kids have, which we don't yeah. have over here. And you've got I don't know, like your sister's bike with the basket on the front, and nice uh, like ringy little bell. Yeah, little those little bell. streamers. It's got good. your books in the front. Yeah, and uh, you never know when you might need them. Your mum putting yeah. your anorak on, mum. Mm. Got yeah. those gloves with the, attached like, by string. 
Just keep referring to the velocity of light is. I've got one of those flick combs, like a flick knife, but it's yeah. a comb. And um, then we go and we go uh, and find a, a Rougarou who wins the um, the, the, the all state championship <laughs> with, the, with the final field goal. Wins the Nobel Peace Prize yes, and, and the Nobel Peace Prize. He is and both that, a jock and a geek, and therefore brings all of geek and jock kinds together. So I'm thinking that this could kind of be a, maybe, a maybe if you worked as hard on your field goals as you did on your math, you, you'd be a bitch. <laughs> or maybe if you worked on your um, yeah. Physics, hard as you did your field goals. Hard as you did on your quiff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I reckon, so that could be a film or a franchise, or it could be a series which I feel will replace the whole Left by Supernatural. You know, kind of in that um, Stranger Things sort of retro. I, I think it could be both. I think it can be, uh, I think this is the new Star Wars, to be honest with you. Yes, so do I, really. I'm, I'm this, this is the franchise to end all franchises. Let's get George yeah, Armand. Yeah, to end all franchises. They're going to go, we're not, we can't do any franchises after this. I think this. we've got a treatment. Let's get <laughs> we've that. Reached, we've, re- we've, reached, <laughs> we've reached a logical conclusion. Let's get that franchise. Game of Thrones guy to stop pretending to write that book and he can he can write the, the first three or something. George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. And we get George Lucas out as well. He's not yeah, doing do any Star Wars. No, I mean, the, no, but the more people you're adding, the less points on the back end I'm seeing us getting ill so well no we just we just no. I think we get I think I think we get Ron Howard to direct and then we'll um we'll get an algorithm to write the script yeah fair enough <laughs> in the style of it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah right. you can get you can get those AI things now that do paintings for you so I'm sure you can get one that'll write a script like Game of Thrones what the ones that accurately with a, portray, a and the ones that actually portray the images that are in my mind yes yeah, Geiger-esque images in my mind. The um, was that movie with um, J Lo? It was like a serial killer. Uh, something like it, up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Jack Lemmon, J Lo, and yeah. uh, and uh, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane and Robbie Williams. Oh, <laughs> you hear the news about Robbie Coltrane? Yeah, he's dead. I don't. I like Robbie Coltrane. I was on the Coltrane. <laughs> oh dear. Um, A seventy two, so it's not a bad innings, quite, I suppose. As we it's say, quite, it's, it's quite a bad. It's, innings. it's it's reasonably young, yeah. It, well, it's it's above your three score and ten, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's what? not. Well, that was the biblical length of life, wasn't it? We're not. Why are you basing? Oh, God, now why are we back to this? You basing? You basing your? insurance calculations for the stock market on biblical... there's no there's no point in actuaries doing any of the actuarial this science is why the, this is why the bible has clearly laid out <laughs> the bible has clearly laid out what the preordained scope of life is this is why pension and then you just you, you factor in how much shilling someone has done find out how early <laughs> they'll do and how much they'll well well, it depends because if they were wealthy then they could have just like paid oh no that's things. fine because as jesus said you know Pay, pay, the pay the a, wealthy man can enter into the kingdom of heaven as easy as a camel it, going backwards through that? over a needle or something. Yeah. What was it they used to call that? Paying, paying, uh, paying the um, church to do some stuff. Paying the Jesus tax. The Jesus tax. Yeah. yeah. Wink. Uh, wink, <laughs> wink. The, uh, the rich yeah. man's back door to heaven. Yeah, sorry. Isn't it? You're always, as all rich men have always built a back door because they're all tech bros. Yes. Always built that door. If you think about it, God is an algorithm. In many ways. 
Yeah, I mean, if you think yeah. about it, not very hard. Absolutely. Look, if Elon, if Elon, if modern Iron Man, Elon Musk twisted Twitter about about three yeah. million people would consider that really carefully and go, "Would well, you know? It actually, it's got really good points." <laughs> and there'd be an unsufferable seven-page article in fucking I don't know New York Times or something. Yeah, he um, he certainly is the idiot's genius. <laughs> or the genius of the idiot. Who knows? Why? I was having a nice time. Why did you have to bring him up? <laughs> um, so, on good news on Alex Jones, though. I mean, yeah, I like the fact that he's been was it close to a billion or whatever. But yeah, on top well, of but he's done apologising, Chris. He's not. He's just asking questions. He's done apologising. Why should he? I don't think he's got anything to apologise for. Well, considering throughout the trial every day, basically, how many of us haven't harassed families of dead children? You know, in our time. Let let he who is without the, well, the, the let Neil, he who has not harassed the like, Neil, innocent victims Neil, of still so shootings past the first stone. That's what I said. What what dead children? Yeah, they were actors. They were well, no, well, no, we now we now well, no, sorry, Chris, we now realise as Alex has said himself, it was just you know it's a bit of satire, wasn't it? He, he was, he was, he was playing a character. Was, no, no, he did in court. Satire. No, he did in court. He did in court. He um he said you know I was just playing a character. I admit, I admit that they did all get killed, but I was just sort of, you know, just playing a character, just you know, some wacky hijinks. That was his defence, I believe. This obviously didn't pan out particularly well because <laughs> he said that on the original. I'm not sure he said it on this one. Because oh, I don't just, know which one he said it he's on. Just but anyway, doubling, he, he's just he has, doubling down now. Now he's just screaming on this stupid channel, isn't he? And asking yeah. for more. You know, we're always selling dick I'm pills and intelligence pills. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> intelligence pills. Yeah. <laughs> An intelligence pill that makes your dick hard and also grow at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. Only, only the smart, only the smart, which can, which can also, which, and it also grows back, so you can use it for survival food. Yeah. <laughs> so, only, only the uh, smartest, the most insecure people should come along to my website. Fuck, you know, he's just a real carnival barker, isn't he? Got into the podcast Knowledge Fight, which is sort of two comedians. They sort of went, they were doing like a podcast about Alex Jones because of like just sort of. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this guy taking the piss? But it's been going on for about six years, so they've been there for the whole, like, him getting... Well, he's been going on since the 90s, but I, I remember him, John like, Ronson hanging around with thing, Bill Hicks and stuff. Yeah, he was on a mm. John Ronson thing. He did the um, the thing where they went up to, what's it called, the cremate, you know, like... Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, that's it. And um, But, yeah, no, I remember him back when Waco happened. Um, that well, was where he kind of started, the, him and Bill Hicks. Yeah, it was, it was very early days of the internet stuff and these conspiracies came out and he was kind of a lot of them were really kind of boring and slightly sort of dry and sort of almost kind of very much don't like sort of they kind of appeared sort of academic um, yeah. which obviously they're not because they're talking nonsense but they're kind of very like and then you can see here that if this was going to happen and you know that and then he comes out and he's all no boom back Stick. He, and he, then, he combined uh, that and with so professional wrestling well. presentation <clears throat> technique. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what the world but, needed. That's anyway, what the yeah, world got. the only reason I brought that up is because I'm trying to get a guest slot on Knowledge Fight. So, okay, um, well, good luck with that. Well, I've got to do something. If if one of our six listeners is on that podcast, <laughs> cool. All right, so Neil, um, back to the matter at hand: Halloween. Ghost time. The veil slips. What are we? What the, the fuck veil are we slips between about? this world and the other world on the feast of Samhain. 
on the netherworld. But you're going to be feasting on evil. <laughs> because, <laughs> all right. Well, that was the most sexual thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> because. Why did you wink when you said that? I didn't. I didn't. Because <laughs> somebody's mucking around. So, you know, your kid's going out, and it's a bit Halloween fun, yeah, Chris? Just go out, bit of trick-or-treating, yeah? Go and get yeah, some go free candy. And, yeah, go around, yeah. annoy the neighbours, demand free stuff. No, this is this is the land of the free, Chris, where everyone loves giving out a bit of free candy. Well, sounds a bit socialist now, come to think of it. That sounds socialist, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, I think yeah. close this right the fuck down. Um, <laughs> get on the porch, just fire a gun in the air. And, <laughs> anyone socialism around here? Stuff. No, no, it's a you know opportunity. We'll go around, you know, have a bit of fun, dress up, and uh, yep. and get get some some sweets, some candy from from the neighbours, and everyone's having a bit of fun on the you know not not being aware of the true evil nature of uh, the piece yeah. of sound. Well, no. so. Um, but but some people, Chris, they can't they can't just enjoy a bit of harmless fun. It's weird that people attacked uh, the board, the imagination board, tabletop board game Dungeons and Dragons during the Satanic Panic, and not the entire act of Halloween. <laughs> well, that's fine because they like doing that, didn't they? Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Well, because no, you see what you what you're forgetting, Chris, is that's good, healthy, all American activity. You go out, you meet lots of the neighbours and you eat some lots of fattening sweets. Um, whereas, you know, sitting in a dungeon, yeah, with long hair, yeah. long greasy hair, talking about demogorgons. Yeah, listening to... Mother near do wells listening to heavy listen metal. To Frank, to Frankie says, yeah. Frankie goes to Hollywood, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, something like that, yeah. Or Boy yeah. George, or I don't know. Like, oh. I don't know. Is it a man? Is he a woman? Uh, okay. Who can, can say? Tell the veil slipped. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Reagan had something to say about that. Yeah, but not it wasn't coherent. <laughs> we had Alzheimer's quite early on in this presidency. To be fair, didn't yeah. stop him from being the greatest of all time, of course. Of course, go the Gipper. But um, yeah, so <laughs> some of us, I went there. Some of so some people can't, um, you know, can't let can't let people just have an innocent little bit of fun, can they? So. You're, you're, I know I can't. No. Well, I, I can imagine you. So mm-hmm. it's one of three things that's going to happen. Um, yeah. You're going to end up putting either a po- poisoning the sweets mm-hmm. or candy or putting razor blades into <laughs> them or needles or broken glass or um, possibly drugs. These seem to be, seems to boil down into sort of these three different categories. So is our urban... Legend tonight, the tainting. I'm going to call it, yeah, the tainting of Halloween candy. Yeah. Oh. Well, I've heard of, I've heard speak of such, but on TV shows, not sort of around my neighbourhood. Well, it's one. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Again, doesn't really happen so much in the UK, but you know, in the US, there's very real um, paranoia around this. So Mm. I'll refer you to. Going to find out this chap's name is the I think he's the district attorney. What's, the, what, what's wrong with uh taking taking free food off your neighbors who hate you who <laughs> you spent all year annoying? Annoying, well, you, you, you're very much assuming that they've been uh, been annoying these people. I mean, I, I guess if you didn't, I've had neighbors, a, yeah, fair enough. Ugh, community, what's that all about? No such thing. 
Right. So, so this this chap's name, Matt Platkin. He's the Attorney General of the State of New Jersey. Mm. He gave us a Twitter warning to look right. out for. Um, I think this was back in 2017. Parents check Halloween candy for marijuana infused candy. So they were giving out edibles to kids. It looks like, or it, yeah. They, or there was, or someone said, "Oh, I wonder if like someone could do that." And then so he went, "Right, let's ratchet up the fear." Well, absolutely. So, overview: there is a significant presence of marijuana candy and other edible forms in New Jersey and nearby states. This poses a great risk to users, especially children who may accidentally receive marijuana during Halloween. It's illegal in New Jersey, Chris. It's got THC in it. Yeah. Um, and it often imitates hard or gummy candy and chocolate. You should be on the lookout for unusual candy. Go on. I'm going to be honest with you. The children aren't going to be mistakenly given it. Like said, do, you know, the do, children, do you not children... think? No, I think if someone... Do you think the Attorney General <laughs> is just going just gonna to send out a tweet no, I think, reason, the, I think that if the kids were the receiving it... The great state of New Jersey. I think if the kids were receiving it, it's because someone ill-advisedly thought it would be funny to get kids stoned. I don't think they mistakenly went, oh, I've, I was meant to give them Haribo, or but just I, gave really them, I gave them my really expensive... Yeah. <laughs> I was say, it's quite, it's quite <laughs> generous, isn't it, of the, um, of the person? That, not, not that you should be giving out free drugs to kids, you know, unless they ask for it, of course, in which case... Unless they ask for it, or they deserve it. You know. Oh yeah, no, or, been, they've been especially the, good this year. <laughs> yeah. or, they're, or they're like Timmy got today. <laughs> Timmy got today. Timmy's get having, some, get Timmy's some having an edible. Yeah, <laughs> well, they've got. See, they've got what I assume. I'll tell you like. what. I bet parents do though, because you know how kids are annoying and don't shut up and go to sleep when you click your fingers. A lot of parents um, give kids like cowpole because it knocks them out. Yeah, so they're basically the sort of medi- medicating the kids. Or in the old days, they used to give them a, a nice little nip of booze. Yeah. I reckon some parents probably give them like a half uh, edible or something just to get them yeah, to go sleep. tone them down. I'd, yeah. I would be interested to know the facts and figures on that. Or am I actually just uh, adding to the scaremongering? Well, this is this is the thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, it'd be like, or, or the and other way around, like when they wanted Judy really, Garland to be in the. If, um, if you sorry. really wanted to, if you really wanted kind of to have a glass, you know, busy day, you just want to sit down, and have a one or two bottles of wine, and watch Grey's Anatomy, and your kids running around, you'd be tempted just to. Here you go, have a little bit sweet. <laughs> oh, a bit tired. No, no, no. That seems perfectly reasonable to me. Or you know, on the other way round, kind of like as I say, you know. When they wanted Judy Garland to star in um, was it Wizard of Oz, mm. you know, she'd get a bit tired. So that's all right. We'll give you, yeah, give give you some special speed. pills, just a bit of speed. Yeah, yeah give them some, give them some military grade sniper speed. Yeah, some amphetamines. Yeah, right. that, that'll keep you acting around the clock. Yeah, yeah keep didn't do Judy Garland any harm, did it? Well, apart from the uh, massive psychological trauma, I imagine. Well, I think that was all child actors in the yeah. gold golden age. The golden age, of Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. Well, they just, you know, they just, they were prepared to, you know, make it. Where they, te- where, they were technic- where they were technically owned by the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Only studio knows best, Chris. You know. Oh, this is art. <clears throat> and so they've got, they've got a lot of pictures Can't as well. Of, without suffering. Oh, no, exactly. You know. Preferably the suffering of all the actors. Um, yeah, not yeah. your own suffering. Oh, no. The director shouldn't suffer. The author director. The, the executive producer shouldn't be suffering. Right? Then quite no, the 
Making money hand checks. over fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how art is made. Um, yes, yeah, so they've got they've got like a, a lot of pictures of so there's things like I presume it's supposed to be a Kit Kat, but it's called Keith Cat. Keith 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 Cat. There's a border finger. And I Keith the thing. K E I K E E F like Keith. Oh, Keith. Yeah, not like Keith. Hello, Keith. There's an OEO instead of an Oreo. There's a Butterfinger. I believe Butterfinger is the. Um, I can't read them all, but there's one that obviously looks like a Reese's Butterfinger. piece. Butterfinger. I think a butter. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah candy. It's, it's another one of them candy bars, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I had I never had a candy bar in America once. I went to New York years and years ago. I had a Babe Ruth. All oh, right. Was that when you uh, your parents were trying to get you on Broadway as a yes to, to try to sign you over to the we're trying to <laughs> sign you up to the New York Yankees. To try to the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, I, had a, I, had a, I had a cracking right arm back in the day. Mm. I won't tell you how I built up the speed and that sort of thing. <laughs> Just say I was a young teenager. <laughs> but no, I had a hell of a fastball on me. And, um, mm. yeah. Um, unfortunately, because of same <laughs> the activity, quickly declined. You didn't turn up to training very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just fuck it off. Um so yeah, so they got got a load of these edibles and all that. Oh, and here we go. There is um so if you believe your child has received marijuana can- candy, immediately contact your local police department. Wear vinyl oh. gloves when handling possible marijuana candy. Thoroughly wash your hands and remove and dispose of the gloves properly mm. to prevent any potential. Um, well no, just eat the edible, really. <laughs> so how paranoid do you gotta be though? Are you just like I mean and also why are you calling the police? Right, so so what you're saying is there's no medical issue here. It's like call the police. Oh, well, shouldn't I call the hospital? Well, I suppose if you've got time. My my child has a Keith candy in his <laughs> his little bucket. Um, but we laugh. But in we May laugh. 2017, we like to laugh, don't we? May 2017, a 10 year old boy from New York was sent to the emergency room after ingesting a marijuana infused sour gummy candy. He experienced symptoms of nervousness and nausea, Chris. He also right. thought well, he was so pretty he had, fucking he had <laughs> He's got a bit of grain. It's fine. So it's just, he's just got to build up his tolerance. Just build down your, son, just build down your dose, yeah? Next yeah. time, maybe just try a quarter of it, just chill yeah. out, and, and then just see how you go, yeah. What you'll find, what you'll find with drugs, son, Put on some is... Grateful Dead. <laughs> what you'll find with you know, drugs. Sound awful. <laughs> maybe you need a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. we get that sweet spot. Oh, this is good, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, had... get, bang on, bang on some Hawkwind. <laughs> no, do you know what? That was um, my first Hawkwind gig. I've been to a few, um, and uh, I've, I've rarely listened to. I didn't mind it for. Sort no, of I, I, I quite like Hawkwind, but um, and I was enjoying the gig actually. But mm. um, you know, they're, they're quite sort of mad and eclectic. But uh, this was back in the Concord too, where you could just smoke yeah. and actually just. I mean, just everyone was just smoking weed, and then my mates just like, yeah, just have like you know, take suddenly, on that. Suddenly, it was good. No, it's just better. <laughs> just, I, just, I remember just a vivid sense of wow, this really makes sense. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is what should be happening. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, oh, oh my god, go back again. again. No, just, just, not having that again. Um, yeah, it's, you had some. Um, as we discussed affair, have you had? Some uh, like uh, electrodes treatment to try and stop you saying oi oi oi. I've wired up my testicles to the mains. 
Well, yeah. Another one. Well, that's just, well, that's what I do on, just, on yeah, a Sunday yeah. anyway. But back, back to what we were talking yeah, about. All talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to have a version of therapy. We'll see how well it's it's lasted. Mm. It's fun. I'll, uh, I'll I'll edit this one, and we can talk. We'll cut out any instances of twenties. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I'll just uh, maybe just just try and introduce some other kind of like old school slang. Yeah. I could talk like a, um, you know, like a film noir. Yeah. You know. You're going to give someone a kick up the bracket. Hard-boiled. I'm going to give you a punch up the bracket. Yeah. Some sweet chin music. That's what you're getting. Blast your eyes. (laughs) Bro, you're looking for some concrete shoes (laughs) and a concrete overcoat and some concrete concrete gloves. Concrete Concrete socks. Yeah. Yeah, nice concrete belt. Just, be just, to pair it, just to pair it up with your concrete handbag. Yeah. You Conc- some concrete galoshes. Yeah. Concrete tiara. Yeah. It, it really doesn't, doesn't sound look. as threatening in British, does it? No. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's a darling look. <laughs> absolutely wonderful. It's in a nice in a nice concrete three-piece. Darling love Concrete spats. waistcoat. Love the spats. Have you thought about some concrete? <laughs> Go with your concrete. Vivian Westwood says they're all the season. That's <laughs> so concrete brogues. Oh, yes. quite, the, quite the thing for quite the, man the thing around town. London town. <laughs> quite the thing around the Soho clubs. Oh. You should come to my come to my club in Tavistock Square. Where, where concrete, as far as the eye can see, it really is the to-do thing. I believe it comes from Berlin. Oh no, no, MDF brogues. Oh dear, boy, no. it's oh, fundamentally no. below the salt. I, I didn't like to say anything, but I believe that his handkerchief was made of plaster from Paris. No. Strike him! Strike him from the members list. I see him around here again. I should have him taken outside and horse. I'll have him thrashed. I'll have him thrashed by my best boy. Rightly said. Um, the concrete cane. What did we get to an opposite? Oh, yeah, we were, we were in, in drugs. And, so there's, there's kids yeah. like drugs. Right, yeah, that's kid, kids, kids love kids drugs. Kids love drugs. Can't, can't keep their can't, hands I off can't them. keep their grubby little hands off them. Can't do with them, can't do without them. Basically, you're trying to hide your stash. Yeah. And there's just kids come breaking into the house, canoeing, just yeah. snatching up all your edibles. Yeah. And then moaning because they've taken too much. All your automatic weaponry. Yeah. Nicking all your Hawkwind albums. You just want to hunker down and have a nice, oh, nice no. evening. No, because I'm crawling in like a bunch of chuckies. <laughs> stealing up all your stash. All your great records. All your vinyls, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. You can't even get that anymore in that decent vinyl. So what's the moral, what was the moral of the tweet? Keep your eye on kids because they're after your Hawkwind. Yeah, that's. I think right. I, I think that's where we, what we've established. That's, what we've, that's why it's... Don't open the door to any of these kids because they will try and steal your stash. That's where the chips are falling. Yeah. So, you know, hung, hunker down in the Hurricane basement. On, on Come on, next story. Next bits, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. That's that. That, that's there. drugs. So yeah, don't yeah. don't let kids steal your drugs. Yeah, because they're ungrateful. Yeah, well, you know, 
They're not going to do anything creative, are they? It's not like they're going to well, direct a great I... movie or write an amazing have to album. Do, Bill. <laughs> we have to do get a paper round, save up your money, buy your own drugs. Yeah. Kids these days pay your own way. Exactly. Go ridiculous. Stealing drugs off your go around begging like some common or garden communists. Yeah, like some panhandlers. Well, shouldn't well, shouldn't we redistribute all of the drugs to everyone so everyone can have a fair share? Rather than being a meritocracy like things should be. Exactly. The thing is, you know, what the, the thing was, I'm fine with them putting up the price of alcohol and drugs and stuff because at the end of the day, you know, people who have good jobs can still afford them and actually that proves that they can handle them because they can have all the drugs and alcohol and they can still have still hold down a good job. So... If anything, it's a self-writing mechanism. Bound to be. Yeah. Bound to be. How it works. So the only thing people get up to is, is uh, hiding razor blades and needles inside candy. An expensive trick. Yeah. Razor blades being much more expensive than just giving them a sweet. Well, yeah, because you see, you hear about you know, like razor blades in, uh, in, in apples and things. That's why I always say, Neil, if an apple is given to you, that same apple, you have to stew. Because you, if you're given an apple, you have you should stew it down into sort of apple pulp. In cases of worms or razor blades. Or razor blades, needles. Or gummy, ca- or gummy edibles. Bullets, bullets with your name. Bullets with your name on them. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, strip, lots of, lots of them. Laced needles. Um so, yeah, in New Jersey, again, children were reportedly given apples containing razor blades. So in 1968, the New York Times reported 13 cases of children in New Jersey finding razor blades and apples. Was that from one person? I mean, that's an easy, is that not an easy one to track back? Well, it doesn't say. Despite the public reaction to these events, two what houses cases... did you go in? What, like, you just say to them, well, what houses did you go to? And then you find which what houses they all went to. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. This will be a first for this podcast. Then you go. Got, then you go. Then you go down to the local pharmacy and I go. Should do uh, some, just one more thing. Uh, I should anyone... do some research on the fly. I'll be a virtual Columbo, and I'll I'll come back to these. But you know, hey, there's there's our first sighting. So thirteen cases of children from razor blades. Um, Is actually, it true? There's a um, so there's a site here called Brancos. It's um, yes. This 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 collects a bunch of the. Uh, the things going back to the fifties. I thought um, it was about reggaeton songs. Sadly, not. Uh, there's a woman who handed out ant poison to children too old for trick or treating. Well, I mean, not, I mean, fair enough to be honest with you. Well, so not, and also, is ant poison bad for humans? I mean, ants are really small. Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, in 1964, Long Island resident Helen. That's how we got Ant Man. How you pronounce that? Well, it could be. Um, that was that was the original comic the original. reason, I believe. Yeah. How did he was it like invent like a suit or something? Was it yeah particles? I can't remember. I've seen that film, but yeah. Would have been better if uh, Edgar Wright had made it. Um apparently annoyed by all the children she deemed too old for trick or treating and made special treats for them. On Halloween That's a lot she, of work in it rather than just saying no. Well, yeah. So on Halloween <laughs> just not answering your door rather than just going out for the night. She handed out buttons of arsenic and poison. Mm. I imagine that would be pretty bad. Dog biscuits and steel wool pads that she'd wrapped in tin foil. 
still more pads are that they're not going to eat that. Well, no. So, I mean, if you're lucky, you just get one of those, you open up and you go, no, that's disappointing. Or you swallow some arsenic. So I imagine that would be really worse for you. Doctors determined that the ant poison could have been deadly to small children. And she she was only given it to large children. Well, that's true. Well, there you go. So they just would have got a sick tummy. I would have thought after. Unless it was um, a very small doses. Unless it was was quite a small, older person, because, you know, not everyone's... It's it's not true that everyone grows at the same rate or to the same size, eventual size. No. So it could have been like a a 60-year-old bloke who was just, like, really short. Could have killed him. Could have. That could have been her husband. Nobody thinks of that, could it? Maybe she's trying to murder her husband. Maybe that's History is silent to. on this matter. Well, she had two kids of her own, apparently, but she uh, she got charged with child endangerment. Pled guilty, although she was adamant she never intended to cause harm. I mean, putting poison in stuff would probably urge you to, you probably didn't need to cause some harm. Hey, it's trick or treat. Oh. <laughs> some get tricked. Uh, some get treats. Uh, hello, well, Your Honour. Uh, Read the title. Is it called Tricks Only? Or is it called, is it called Treats called Only? Treat? Is yeah. it called Treat or Treat? Uh, I no. It's <laughs> in the, the Constitution. I believe there's an amendment somewhere that says I can do this. If not, there should be. It was one of those really weird ones where they like tack something on to a different amendment. It was like it was like an amendment for it's an infrastructure it like, bill or it something was, like that. It, it, was, oh, yeah. it was the Emancipation Proclamation, yeah. and tacked onto the end was trick or treats illegal. I, said, look, I don't want to be a prick. I don't understand in the way this getting on. Do we really need this clause about being able to serve arsenic to children on a small basis? I don't. On, I don't, on I don't, on, I don't know what. What's this got to do with? What's this got to do with what well, this is the, well, sir, this is very oh. important to the people of my district. I'm afraid I would not be able, in all good conscience, to put my signature upon said proclamation without the tag on. Fine, fuck it. <laughs> You've got to imagine there's a lot of that goes on in the Senate and stuff, isn't there? So, An awful yeah. lot, yeah. Yeah. Oh, imagine actually having to listen to a filibuster live. Um, Someone no. just going on for 20 hours about... Whatever. No, I wouldn't be able to. I would leave or attack the person, maybe. It's bad enough watching, like, um, you know, Prime Minister's question time. Yeah, no, I can't watch 10 minutes. I mean, any, any length of Parliament at all, it's just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's functional not, fucking debate yeah, club. Slightly, slightly, uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's bizarre that in a modern parliamentary democracy you, you've basically got the same setup as they have for like that they do as spotty teenagers at debate club at fucking oxbridge i mean you know it's it's almost like they're not necessarily the right people anyway no politics no <laughs> this is a fun halloween episode where we're talking about poisoning kids and yeah, and razor blades yeah so there's a in 1974 timothy o'brien's death became a national news story after the eight-year-old boy was poisoned by cyanide-laced pixie sticks. Mm. So there's another one. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to We'll be doing some research to find to find out about the validity of these, but I think that was that's a, that's a true story. An Ohio boy found a razor blade in a Snickers bar. This is in 2015, so it's a bit more recent. He was biting into a Snickers bar. So he should have been... But stop when something didn't feel right. I'll tell you what that was. Um, right. I doesn't say what his name is, young young man. 
Um, it should have been called a marathon bar. That's what that's what didn't that's feel right. It was you who did it, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was disgruntled Brits. Yeah. <laughs> you had more peanuts, and it should have been called a marathon. That's what that's that's what didn't feel right. And what what that happened at night? It turned out to be a disposable razor, which was shoved into the nougat. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if that was you know if Mars just decided to start doing that yeah. instead a job lot of disposable race. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, if you put it in the nougat, because that you know, yeah, well, that's the slightly less nougat we have to use. Yeah. Because that we have would, to we have to we have to reach a certain weight for each bar, and we've actually that'll got shave a third can... of a cent off of each bar, and then you know, come the end of the year, <laughs> cheap. <Cha-ching. laughs> Give it a go. Let's. Let's see what happened. Let's see. Look, the, the thing is, we've had to we've had to pay three million out in damages, but the third of a bar, the, the third, the third of well, a that, that saved six million. So that's you know. actually up. Yeah, that's fine. We won't do it again, but all round success. Well, we won't do exactly the same. Thing exactly no. We'll just we'll just make sure we, we crush. <laughs> make sure we crush up the disposable uh, first. Yeah. <laughs> Into in, in, in undetectable um, sized pieces. Then there's a dentist who handed out laxatives to neighbourhood kids hey, in man, 1959. Got a job off of asbestos. <laughs> right, get it in. Get it in the nougat. Make sure we shave it down properly first this time. Grind and, yeah. it this time. Grind it. No one will know. Oh, this nougat's sour. <laughs> this, this nougat's hurt. This, this nougat's hurting this, my lungs. Broke shed. <laughs> What's the stuff called? Which. Um, like plastic fibers that you can you you can shape it or people use used to use it as insulation fiberglass fiberglass i think you mean uh, okay, yeah, get, yeah get some of that in the mix yeah that'd be fun yeah replace the peanuts with fiberglass yeah. <laughs> you just try you gotta try new recipes Look, just, just want, call it just call it people, snickers max people want a delicious hit of Snickers at a certain price point, but unfortunately the ingredients prices are going up, so we're having to come up with some creative solutions so that it doesn't hit your wallet. Well, shrinkflation can only take you so far. You know, everything's already become fun-sized. So what can we do next? We just fill it with, like, toxic waste. That's and... such a fucking misnomer, isn't it? Fun. Like, so less is more fun? <laughs> I'm not so, I mean, not sure I'd buy that. Just the not not the lessening your chance of getting diabetes is fun. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We'll call it fun, but <laughs> one man's fun is another man's freedom well, fire. Well, it depends where you take it because I do quite like. Um, I don't even have celebrations. Yeah, because you can have like you know because I mean like a whole Mars bar is far too sickly. I'll, like, I'll, quite, I'll quite happily eat a whole Snickers, provided it's got um, fiberglass. Snickers are probably could because it's kind of like got peanuts in. Yeah, it's got peanuts. It's basically, it's basically health foods. It's basically yeah. it's a it, it's a taste of the East. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, like the little you know the tiny little uh, tiny little celebrations ones. I quite like those because you can have multiple different ones. That's mm. good. That's good. Well, that's I know what's get you for Christmas. Apparently so. Yeah. I mean, I go with a bit of hotel chocolate as well, to be honest with you. But uh, sometimes you like something. Molly, wallet, you won't. <laughs> nice bit of overpriced chocolate. Thorntons at best. I thought I'll go with a bit of Thorntons. So, is, I mean, is, I, this, I, is this now what cho- what chocolate Neil likes podcast? I thought that was a spin off. Are you are you uh, are you laying out? This is a backdoor pilot for. Uh... <laughs> 
Sweet like candy, the uh, Neil Herbert chocolate podcast. Neil Her- the, the Neil Herbert chocolate and NFT podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where you sell lazy meals and uh, discuss chocolate. Discuss chocolate, yeah. And you can, you know, each episode can have an NFT attached, which you can buy for the low, low price of 23 Ethereum <laughs> or an edible, whichever. Was it, was it, was it, what is it, Neil Ethereum? Was that the name of yours? Yes, that's my my coin. Yeah, I tell you, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it can only go up. That's what I, that's heard, what I, that, I heard that someone donated eight million in Neil Ethereum to Alex Jones's defense team. Was that you? Yeah, well, I'm trying to bankrupt him because <laughs> it'll it'll be worth negative. It's worth negative money at the moment, and it's getting. <laughs> <laughs> you you actually owe the bank money or you owe the world money somehow it's in your account yeah. just using a special blockchain technology that just, <laughs> it's called black hole blockchain that empties your real world bank account <laughs> the more of it you have the less real money you have but on paper you're a Neil Ethereum millionaire well you know that's the point though isn't it Look, you can we're, strut, we're, we're you can making... strut around like a billionaire Look, just keep keep believing, guys. Like the more you put into the Ethereum, the more you'll have. We're currently talking with lots of different partners for places you'll be able to spend your Ethereum to be announced. Like, look for you know next our next meeting in six months. We will have all these great brands ready for you to spend your Ethereum. You'll be able to retire one well, week you, later. Listen, as soon Neil as Herbert disappears, no doubt. You know. As soon as the UK, you know, government starts growing again, which is any any second now. Well, didn't you know. didn't Quasi Quirten say that he was going to uh, plow um, eight hundred billion into Neil Ethereum because he felt it was a growth market? Yeah. <laughs> so that was how that was how, how we make the pie get bigger. Because <laughs> that's the thing that happens, isn't it? Pies grow in, in, yeah. the, in the magical world of economics. Yeah, the problem it's a growing is- pie. Yeah, but the problem is, like, when if the you pie... eat your pie now, Chris, yeah, you you know you're full today. Mm. But if you'd left too that full. pie to grow, you're too full to grow for a month. Yeah, if you put the pie <laughs> under the, you under have a lifetime's worth of pie. Yeah. I think the I think the problem with that metaphor is it also works quite nicely because one uh, percent of the population get the pie, and then the rest of us just get like a bit of the crust. Yeah, so that's also. Uh, Probably shouldn't use the pie metaphor. You get, very you get a look at the pie. Yeah, you get a whiff yeah. of steam like the Bisto kids. <laughs> you get the smell of the pie. If you're lucky, you have to. No, you get none of the pie. And you have to clean out the pie dish. Yeah, which yeah, which you have to fight to do. So there's a whole. I mean, I'm not going to go through all of these actually. Been through they're, two. They're all pretty much well. <laughs> razor in a sealed M&M's bag. Again, is that you know you question whether they're just trying out a new product? Um, sewing needles found in candy. We've re- what we've realised is a lot of the people who are buying M&M's are actually around 13, which is when boys start to have to shave. So we're going to start putting a free razor. Yeah. Perfectly reasonable, as far as I'm concerned. Strange pills in candy. So the Royal Canadian and inside and inside. Um, oh, what's the name of the very famous American uh, like cake thing that Twinkies? Oh yeah, 
And inside, so what we're going to do is we're going to put three razors inside M&Ms and we're going to replace the cream filling in Twinkies with shaving foam. So oh, yes. for the lads. It, it's ke- chemically shaving. very similar already, actually, so that's that's not... Yeah. It's, it's just add a little bit less sugar to it. It's got slightly less sugar, yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's got less corn syrup in it, so it's actually healthier as well. That's a sugar tax. That'd be very good. Yeah. You can mop it up with that delicious sponge afterwards. Um, yep. Finish your shave. <laughs> flown all the way from Calaminos. Let's have a look. So, we're going to... Yeah, um, Mounted Police in Alberta in 2015 reported at least two children discovered pills in the candy. One found an entire blister pack and a second found a pill-stamped APO inside of a Snickers bar that had been opened when <laughs> the sticker was sealed. How have we found an entire blister pack? It's a stamp of... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's... A- I mean, that's just lazy. Like, don't even, oh, I can't have taken pills yeah. out to put on back in. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What are these? Oh, they're my hormone treatment pills. Yeah. Give it to the kiddies. He'd run out. It's just like, oh, let's go. <laughs> that, kid, that kid looks like he could use some more hormones. Yeah. He's probably got rickets. He always comes last at sports day. More razor blades in candy, uh, one filled with needles, mm. and uh, someone got a, a bottle of Dramamine in, the, in a five-year-old's candy bag. It was like there you go. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't got anything in here. That's some Dramamine. <laughs> I completely uh, forgot it. I completely forgot it was Halloween. I haven't you, got any You can have a Snickers. Uh, you can have Reese's Pieces, and you can have six Dramamine. <laughs> yeah, and you... <laughs> Uh, you can have a you can have a potato. You look like you've had a hard day. So I don't know. So I don't know how many of these are um, are verified. It does look like there. You know, there have been some. I mean, there have been some reports. So it's not all completely. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of, well, some of it is. I mean, depending so, on what your your feelings are towards human beings. Um, it's actually quite. A, it's a. It's a surprisingly low number. <laughs> if you think about well, how many, yeah. how many potential incidents there could be, it's actually not that many, really. No, no, and and actually, a lot of these they've they found out afterwards that it's quite um, heartwarming, isn't it? That there's only that there's only been seventeen cases of razor blades well, in candy. Well, we'll share we'll share some of the heartwarming ones because a lot of the razor blade ones actually they they were unverified. So like the New Jersey one in the sixty eight, where they're reporting all of these kids finding razor blades and apples. Um, they did some detailed studies and determined most of the claims were actually false. Yeah, of course. the children have put the razors in the apples themselves to propagate the urban legend, but not all of them could be written up as hoaxes. Um, but there are well, there those are, are some. Do you know what those kids need a bit of THC to chill out? Yeah, exactly. So if they'd only given them some edibles, then that's... Uh, yeah, they wouldn't be going around putting razor blades in their own apples. Well, because they're probably doing a Columbine 10 years later. <laughs> you know, you start off hiding razor blades in your own... Yeah, I mean, it's, treat not, it's, it's, it's not a great... It's, it, I'd put that as a, a yeah. maybe a pink flag. It's all a bit something about Kevin, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I don't know how we put this, but I think a kid's going to become a bit of a future serial killer. You know? I don't know how you deal with that, but, uh, you know, you suddenly find out that you're... 
you know, let's just say that the uh, the neighbourhood pets are disappearing <laughs> with alarming frequency. So, yeah, and we go back as well. So we talked about the case in 1974 when an eight-year-old, Timothy O'Brien from Texas, died after eating Halloween candy laced with cyanide. So mm. what, do you th- what do you think caused that, Chris? Just, just a random stranger. This is the, the kid uh, who died after eating Halloween candy laced with cyanide. So, so, police... so how did he eat the cyanide? Or how no, no, did the no, cyanide get on the candy? From? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's always their own house, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Police eventually discovered the culprit was a child's father who had poisoned his son in order to claim life insurance money. Oh, my God. That Fucking hell. Low. I used to work... I, I used to do quality assurance calls for for life insurance place or like an accident insurance place. Yeah. And the amount of stuff that they have to make, uh, that they have to say that the policy doesn't cover X, Y, Z. And you kind of go, Oh, why is that? And they're like, well, unfortunately, because people will break their kids on for the money. Like, so you can't cover them for that kind of stuff. It has to be, it has to be like cancer and those kind of things. Accident. You can't get accident cover for kids because, because, you literally are cool. people beating their kids and stuff. Well, because you're, yeah, because oh God, just, yeah, because no. people are financially incentivized to cause harm to their child. Then yeah, no, it's all and yeah, I don't know. So Ronald Clark O'Brien was this chap, this asshole's name. Who they nicknamed the Candy Man. I suspect they had some slightly more stringent names for him inside. But yeah, he got executed for murder in 1984. So yeah, good. The Candyman Can. It's a bit of a whimsical name, isn't it? The Candyman Can. Who can make the sun rise? <laughs> and Charlie run all the way home. We don't know. You might have had five other kids in it to pay for. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just, sorry, little like, Timmy, you're not cutting it. You know, yeah, you're right, Neil. I, I, you know, you're a, a C grade student at best. I got, yeah, you're right. This harsh Darwinian hellscape that we're inhabiting. I got on his back too quickly there. Yeah. I, I was reactionary. Yeah. I really need to know more facts before I can judge the man for killing his own kids exactly. for money. Yeah, so I mean, basically, it looks like a mixture. I mean, by and large, people say that that you know the likelihood of this actually happening is incredibly small. There's a few verified cases. Uh, Neil, it's like being struck by lightning whilst being eaten by a shark. Indeed. Um, and to be honest with you, where they verify some of them, it generally turns out to be, you know, either just a nutcase or somebody, yeah, you know, very low, low thing, or somebody, yeah, as you say, within their own sort of family. Excellent. Sorry to say. So is that making you more comfortable about going trick-or-treat? None of them, there hasn't been any reported in the UK. No, I haven't seen any in the UK. I mean, to be honest with you, actually now more, I could do with a re-up of Dramamine, so it's yeah. definitely can get it. edibles, yeah. I wouldn't make a night of it. Beautiful. Have you still got any of those bath salts left I gave you? No, all out. <laughs> oh, God, fucking hell. Five minutes worth an hour. What? I gave you a kilogram sack. Yeah, oh, really? right okay. up my hooter. Yeah. I wondered why you were so bushy-tailed today. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, my uh, septum feels very clean. <laughs> Would they? <clears throat> well, do. Sparkling but, fresh. That's um, that's the thing, it feels just before it pops out. <laughs> it's actually, it's really... <laughs> it pops out. Giving you more space for ingesting. Yeah. Exactly, you know. We call it, we call it a nasal upgrade. Yeah. 
I'm uh, yeah, I'm very much like a uh, one of those Cybermen or whatever now, aren't I? So, yeah. Yeah, you will be, yeah. yeah. Good. Well, I mean, Upgraded I'm... to the mono nostril. That's the next step in the human evolution. Five eyes, one nostril, yeah. big thumbs. Oh, beautiful. Recipe for great living. No gonads. I'll um I'll 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 stop with one last bit because it's uh, I think some of this got from a, a Guardian article around um sort of some of the other myth stuff. There was a, a little hoax that some people got drawn in on on 2014 with McDonald's giving away Ouija boards. All right. That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Yeah, be all right. She's got a little photoshopped Happy Meal with a, uh, a Ouija board on the back. Hmm. That's nice. It was I just in front of me a picture, hoax. and I just thought I'd share that with the audience, Chris. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm sure they'll enjoy the picture. Yeah, uh, I couldn't right. say. Well, no, it's my, it's my evocative description. Oh, of course, <laughs> You know, it really words. brought to mind the, uh, you know, luckily yeah. I could have attempted to use a thousand words to bring to it. I didn't, I thought I'd use a few. Yes. Descriptions, I believe that the descriptions also yeah. always paint a bigger picture with the less words I'm, used. I'm very much the Hemingway of, uh, of podcasters. Yes. First concise description. Can you describe the mountain to me? It was big. Tall. <laughs> big, made of mud. Um, right. So let's go through our scoring system, Neil. So, spookiness. What do you think? I think I think if you've got kids, this is quite you know. There's a reason why um, people get paranoid about this every Halloween because you know I think people always worry that there's. I mean, I don't know if you remember there was a whole worry about strange danger back in oh, yeah. the 80s, Chris. So I think a lot of that was probably not predicated on anything particularly real. But um, you know, with people who've got kids, you get you get worried. You do. So I think you know, the, and when they're all out, sort of. It does, something. it does sort of feel like the easiest way around that is to not send them out trick-or-treating. Oh, what? Lock them in so they can't have fun? <clears throat> After a pandemic as well, you heartless brute. So, look, it's... Um, no, I think, you know... You... Plandemic. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't we... We'll be getting on to the... <laughs> on to the, ho- the greatest hoax of the, the new century. Um, if you've got the secret password, listeners, you'll know where to go for that. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think it would be it would be quite um, spooky thinking that these kind of things could, could happen to you, sort of kids, whether it be drugs or razor blades or everything else. Um, so yeah, I know. I think it's I think it's um, and the fact that actually you know it, it has happened in certain circumstances where you know I don't, I'm not quite sure where people are drawn to do this or would do it to their own kids. I mean that's especially awful. So. Um, Although, yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Six, okie dokie. Um, so I guess the spooky part of this is that uh, some people want to harm children. Uh, I think the spookiest bit is the one where the fucking dad did it for money. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as is often the case with the, the the sort of... Well, there isn't anything supernatural, but often kind of the spooky bit is how fucking callous some humans can be. So um, it's quite, it's you know, as long as you check the stuff before your kids eat it, it's quite easily, you know, kind of, you can guard against it. So yeah, they've, already, they've already eaten all of it, Chris. Got a mouthful of razor blades. Like, no, no. <laughs> well, my gum's bleeding. Oh, well, yeah, then I would. Then the spookiness is the uh, lack of care that people put into raising natural their own children. selection. Will have its. Well, right, I'm going to give it a five. Neil. 
because I, that's the number that came into my head. What did you give it, six? Yeah. So uh, it's a number believe- between four and six, Chris? Believability. So it's uh, it's very believable because it's happened, apparently. Um, but I mean, do, we, do we have many confirmed cases? So we do have some confirmed cases of it happening. The there father, are some confirmed cases, but you're going back who killed his 17 own kid years. obviously used the urban legend as In a order cover. to cover up, yeah, to sort of... But there are I mean, I imagine, cases, you know, so... the fact that he covered his kid for $2 million dollars or something probably t- the loss of justice probably had a few he's, questions yeah. Let's put it like that. he's definitely going to be a major league baseball star um uh i have very i have very expensive grief tastes um so i mean it's very believable and it happens so uh but i don't think i'm gonna knock a mark off because uh it's nowhere near as prevalent as the urban myth would suggest but believability nine nil okay um, yeah, probably a bit stronger than me because as I, I think it's the fact that it's happening widespread and all the rest of it. So I, I think you know it, it, there are there are definitely there have been some things that have happened. It's um, and also it's not out you know it, it's outlandish to be be scared about it happening as, as a you know assuming it's going to happen to your kids or what have you. But um, but yeah, it, you know it's not it's not something that's outside the realms of possibility and there are some verified cases but i'm going to give it a 7 because i think as as to your point it's um it's still incredibly incredibly rare and not really something anyone should be worrying about would you give it a 7 yeah right uh narrative premise neil so narrative premise i don't think there's an awful lot of um to this one to be honest with you chris it's um yeah there, there's uh, you i, have I can to be see honest it. with me neil you have to be honest with yourself well, this is true. How many times um, have I said that? Not enough, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I can see why people get a bit paranoid about it, but I, you know, and why why it becomes an enduring urban myth. But I don't think there's there's really anything to build on in terms of narrative here. So it's got quite lowly on that basis for me. I'm going to give it a two. Two, blimey. Um. So yeah, there's not much in the way of narrative, really. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one. It doesn't really fit into the category narrative premise. Um, you could do a short story about the psychopath who killed his yeah, own son I mean, for yeah. insurance money, I suppose. But yeah, that's, but I'm thinking that's not that. really that's a fact. That's so not really tend, part of the urban legend. But we approach narrative premise differently. You approach it as what could you do with this, whereas I approach it as what is it? Yeah, and it's not much. Um, yeah, you know, sort of, well, I guess kind of where the spookiness, the urban legend comes from is it's meant to be kind of a, a joyous occasion of people being generous uh, to their community's children and it's meant to be a nice community thing and some horrible person or nutter mucks it up for people or is using it in a malevolent way, malevolent way. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I guess the, 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 sadly, the moral of this story is never drop your guard, Neil, so I'm going to give it a three. And Reach, well, I've heard of it, and I'm sure everyone yeah. in America's heard of it, and I'm sure a lot of people, well, I don't know, I, some people in the UK would have heard of it. Um, I don't know the rest of the world, but I just because I don't know how much the rest of the world celebrate. I think it's pretty much yeah. How big Halloween is as a celebration? The rest and, of it, and, and yeah, it's basically kind of um, well, 
sorry to put it this way, but it's ex-British colonies that <laughs> Halloween, where Irish people have gone, especially. Um, so I'd imagine they have it in Australia and New Zealand and Canada and yeah. know, maybe South Africa or something, I don't know. Well, where, where you watch American TV, it's probably um, spread the culture a bit as well, I suspect. Mm, maybe. I don't know, but certainly not in Latin countries and that kind of stuff. So it's got... Oh, no, they've got wicked things like Day of the Dead, haven't they? Don't they? Yeah, certainly. Well, that's Mexico. Um, but yeah, so I don't think it's... So it's got very it's got very big reach. Um, it's a good urban legend. It's not a global one. It's, for, it's an Anglo one. Uh, but it's big, so I'm going to give it a... Seven. No. Yeah, same for same. Um, seven feels about right. And, um, yeah, I think it's not so much outside of America, but I think Halloween as itself has become a sort of bigger thing in other countries, largely, I think, due to the sort of American kind of celebration of the way it's done. So um, not so much like the traditional um, ceremony. Um, yeah, so uh, I think it's quite a big one. Um, yeah, seven for me as well. Well, that gives us an overall score of 46. Mm. Not too bad. Not Higher than I thought it would be. Was it? Hmm. 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 Well, there you go. There you go. Well, having scored lowly for a narrative premise, but I think scored quite highly in the other categories. So. It did indeed. There you go. So, um, if you uh, have and uh, have ever encountered uh, anything horrible in your candy, or if you're from you're filled uh, with self-loathing and feel the desire to uh, spike <laughs> people, yeah, just don't yes. really. Yeah, just don't do it. But, You're a sociopath who um, wants to cash in. Um, but, if, but if you're from a part of, the, part of the world which doesn't traditionally uh, do Halloween and you have something different that, that we don't know about, then please get in contact and let us know yeah. uh, at urb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. Um, but apart from that, I uh, hope you, if you do support Halloween, I uh, hope you have a nice nice day of uh, whatever you do trick or treating or dressing up like a sexy cat or yeah. going to a fright night or whatever eating a pumpkin and um, doing a few edibles doing a few edibles and eating a pumpkin eating yeah. pumpkin pie um, but yeah cool uh, happy sour on everyone and uh, we will see you uh, same time next week and goodbye goodbye goodbye